I would say for anybody, if you've weathered the storm and, and obviously are you know very much involved in automation, I mean, stay the course. I think the best is yet to come. I really do. Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. Hey, what's up, folks? And welcome to another bonus episode of Manufacturing Happy Hour. This is yet another edition of Three Quick Things, where we take on three quick topics, whether those are new trends or technologies, in a easily digestible, fast format. We got about a 15-minute interview ahead for you where we talk about the recent A3 Business Forum. If you're not familiar with A3, it is the Association for Advancing Automation. And I made the mistake in this episode of continually referring to this event as a conference. Really, the Business Forum is a meeting of the minds of some of the best leaders in the automation space. So we got another automation-centric episode for you. And since this is a quickie, let's not waste any time jumping into the interview. I want to introduce you to my friend, Michael Sully Sullivan, who's going to take you through three quick things that he got out of the A3 business form, which at their essence are really three trends you can expect to see in the manufacturing industry in 2020. Let's get rolling. For our folks that are listening out there today, we've got a quick episode for you, and I've got a quick intro with one of my favorite friends in the industry, Michael Sullivan, better known as Sully, is a rock star recruiter at Miller Resource Group and will be joining us for our Three Quick Things episode today. Sully, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Good to have you on. I'm glad we're we're having a, a reason to get you on the show relatively early in the podcast's production run. We're he, uh, hitting the three-month uh, mark for how long we've been doing this. And as I kind of mentioned, we're, we're doing some new things on the show every once in a while called Three yep. Quick Things, really a quick hit episode to cover a topic, a trend, a conference. And that last one is what we're going to be focusing on today, specifically the A3 conference, which stands for... That is the Association for Advancing Automation. And we're going to dive into three of your biggest takeaways from the conference since you were just there, gosh, only a couple weeks ago. Um, And I think that'll set the stage for 2020. But first, you know, tell us a little bit about Miller Resource Group so we know where you're from and what you're up to in the industry. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, the cool thing with Miller Resource Group is uh, this is our 50th anniversary um, as a a recruiting company. And so we focus uh, solely on uh, the automation uh, industry. So all of our clients and and our candidates are, you know, people, whether it's, you know, sales folks, engineering, management operations up to the C-level, you know, our, our, our clients are manufacturers, integrators, machine builders, you know, their channel partners, you know, they come to us when they need to find uh, top talent in the industry. And like I said, we've been, we've been at it for a while. It's, 
it's a blast just to be part of automation right now. It's 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 a really fun time. I would 100% agree with that. And just from my own perspective with, with Miller Resource Group, I mean, you're one of the most, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most involved talent search forms in the manufacturing industry. And, and what I mean by involved is you're constantly, you're out there with all the engineers, you're out there with all the sales guys like myself learning about mm -hmm. what's going on in the industry so that you have yep. a real pulse on, on what's taking place. And I guess you and I have known one another for probably a few years. Mm -hmm. It was really just over the past year we were able to, we were able to grab some beers at a couple of conferences and start getting to, uh, to know Correct. one another through yep. that. It's been a great journey. Like you said, uh, it's an exciting time in the automation space. So with that, probably makes sense to dive into the three quick things associated with this year's A3 conference. So um, so you were just there um, and any background, any more background you want to provide on it, we'd love to hear it. But I'd love to hear your three biggest takeaways from that show. Sure. There were, um, again, this is our, my fourth year attending the forum. Um, you know, we co-sponsor it. So again, we we're, we're advocates for the industry. And so there were a lot of takeaways. I would say the top three though. The first one is that you know, the industry really, I think, is getting better about being on the same page when it comes to, you know, automation isn't a job killer, right? So if, if we're talking mm -hmm. strictly about ro about robots, you know, they're they're driving an increase, um, you know, in demand for workers at, at, at the higher end of the spectrum, you know, with, with positive impacts on wages. You know, we, we were talking a lot at the forum about, you know, all of these new jobs, that have been created because of robots, because of automation, you know, and, and I think that'll continue to be created. So that was, that was one big takeaway, you know, and just kind of as best as we can collectively to, to squash that narrative that mm -hmm. robots, automation, not a job killer, it's a job creator, you know, and I'm not going to get into the weeds with stats and numbers and all that, but, but that was just kind of, you know, the one main, you know, takeaway uh, that I wanted to, to, to reference. So. Yeah, you've got me thinking. It's probably at, at, at some point or another for anyone that's listening to this episode. I'd love to learn if you'd uh, be interested in on the show sometime us going more deep into what those stats are behind that because I love hearing that sentiment because that's really what I've seen as well with yeah. automation not being something that's taking away jobs. It's creating new opportunities. We've had folks like the folks at Case Western University were echoing the same sentiments way back on episode three. So it's good to hear that that was your impression from the show as well. Yeah, that was the first one. The, the second one, um, you know, again, we, we sponsored one of the keynotes and I don't know if you, you know, follow this group at all. Um, and if not, I definitely recommend it, not only, you know, for us, but for any of anybody that's listening, ITR economics um, out of New England. So, you know, most of, most of us, again, are familiar with this group um, as it pertains to manufacturing. Um, in my opinion, they're the leading uh, economic forecaster. I'm talking like 98% and higher uh, accuracy rates. And, and they've been projecting a slight slowdown uh, that some of our clients are experiencing right now. Not everybody, but some. But this should correct itself, uh, you know, kind of mid- 2020 and in terms of the automation industry they really should see a very prosperous decade um, which they've been saying that for a couple of years and the narrative just continues um, you know to be the same so the the sentiment from ITR economics and I think everyone in the room uh, was in agreement here that even if things are bad automation can make it better you know think uh, think about increasing productivity 
efficiency, mm-hmm. safety, you know, lower job, you know, cost of jobs, things like that. Now, um, in times like this, you know, when, when things are good, you know, and we're talking about automation, I mean, the sky's the limit, you know, right. And that's, again, just, it's a very exciting time. Um, I think for everybody that's involved in the industry. Yeah. And one part of that sentiment that I'll piggyback on is typically when things get a little slower, you know, I'll take it from an entrepreneurial standpoint first, you get a lot of more, a lot more creativity and a lot more ideas from a manufacturing standpoint. I think automation is really one of those main opportunities for creativity where there's a slowdown, but you still need to get product, but you're trying to figure out, you know, how can I be more efficient? Automation is a great answer to that. Absolutely. So that was, that was a big takeaway. And then, you know, the third one, I wanted to kind of give some kudos to, uh, to another one of the keynotes and I'll, I'll kind of name drop him in a minute. Cause he, he was really impressive. But, uh, the, the last takeaway was, you know, there's a part of the presentation where they were sharing, uh, survey results that were taken last year from all of these, um, uh, you know, senior business leaders within the industry. So this is the kind of the overall manufacturing outlook. And they asked, one of the questions was, what are your primary current business challenges, right? And so they had the results up on the screen. You know, you had things like uh, trade uncertainties was up there. Uh, you had rising healthcare and insurance costs. But what do you think was their biggest concern? And it was, it was really, it was good for us to see, but it was 68%, 68%, almost three-fourths said that attracting and retaining a quality workforce was their biggest concern. So we, we kind of sat back, we smiled a little bit, right? So for, you know, for somebody, <laughs> for somebody like us, that, that, that's good to hear. But something else that I really wanted to, to put out that I think anybody that's listening, especially if you're a business leader, to, to reflect on. So one of the other keynotes uh, was given by a, a guy by the name of David Horsager. He's uh, he's from Minnesota, grew up on a farm, you know, so kind of that typical Minnesota small town, you know, upbringing story. But he's uh, actually uh, he's a, a highly regarded, well-regarded consultant. He's you know been published, you know, great author. But he founded this group called the Trust edge leadership institute and so he basically goes around and he consults you know fortune 100 fortune 500 you know leadership teams on building trust right and so based off of his work the number one reason that he said people want to work for somebody is that they trust the leadership period and so you know the automation industry as you and i know we're we got a lot of runway ahead of us still so Mm -hmm. the automation industry it's only going to continue to grow um, and the industry is going to be dependent on finding the right people for your team. So if, if there was one takeaway that I can you know, relay to everybody out there, especially business leaders, if you can build trust and be transparent from the beginning of the interview process, you're not only going to attract the right people, but you're going to retain them as well. So that, that was my, that was the other takeaway um, that, that really kind of struck me too, if I look back at this year's forum. That's an excellent summary, particularly around that last point, because my impression is if I were to take a guess at what a manufacturer might say as one of their biggest challenges would be the attracting the right talent and retaining the right talent off the bat. That's not as much of a surprise, but right. when you said 68% uh-huh. have that as their top item, 
that puts it in even more context. And I love the wrap you put around it with trust being a huge factor because that's actually something I'm hearing more on the show with every episode we do. We just did episode 11. It was a very safety-centric episode. And Joe Gang, who works for a work glove company out of Canada, he's a VP up there and he's just written a book called Rethinking Hand Safety. So he's really dove into safety culture at different companies. He said that the foundation of a safe company is trust as well. And you're saying that trust and transparency is the foundation for retaining and attracting the right talent within your companies. It's been interesting reflecting on some of these common themes that we're hearing across the show. So, Sully, I really appreciate that summary. That is excellent. The A3 conference sounds like something I'm going to be needing to add to my list next year as something to check out. And hopefully our listeners, particularly those of you that are very much more focused specifically around automation, whether you're like a systems integrator or an equipment manufacturer, definitely recommend checking out with the start of 2020 i was just thinking it's not only the start of the new year it's the start of a new decade so you were talking about how we're projecting an exciting decade in manufacturing ahead but i'm curious you know we just start the year has just started what's something else that's exciting you that you've got coming up this year whether it's a conference or just about the industry in general i really think you know that's a good question i really think it's just you know, the industry in general. I mean, one of the things, you know, again about the forum for everybody that's not familiar with it, it's um, it, it's not a, a trade show or anything. You won't see any product or booths, you know, mm-hmm. at this thing. It's essentially, it's the world's largest networking event for automation professionals. It's the same group that, that puts on uh, the Automate show. So like when you and I actually yeah. first met, right, uh, we got a chance to finally shake hands, A3, puts on that automate show so this year uh, they set a record of 650 attendees it's it's mostly comprised of executives and, and senior level sales and marketing leadership mm-hmm. from companies that uh, belong to the, the three pillars so there's the motion control and motor association uh, there's the robotic industries association and then there's the automated imaging association so collectively again it's it's you know the manufacturers integrators we even are starting to see a lot more folks from academia now um, attending the forum and, it, and it's just a way for everybody to come together continue to advocate for the industry share best practices network you know all, all that good stuff but the, the one key thing that I think is, is just really exciting is that everybody across the board was projecting growth for this yeah. year there's just something in the air. I mean, I, I can't explain it other than there was like a synergy in the room and there was a, a much higher energy and excitement level this year compared to the three previous forums that, mm-hmm. I, that I went to. Um, so it was just really cool to be there and, and be a part of it. So yeah, I would, I would say for anybody, um, you know, if, if you've weathered the storm and, and obviously are you know very much involved in automation, I mean, stay the course. I think the best is yet to come. I really do. Well, I'm excited. I know a lot of the folks that listen to this show are excited. I'm just going to do a quick recap here. This was an episode of three quick things talking about A3, which was just down in Florida with Michael Sullivan at Miller Resource Group. So looking back, the three things to take away from the conference is one, automation is a job creator, not a job killer. 
And then number two, as far as looking at this year goes, if I heard things right, a little bit of a slowdown, maybe through mid-2020, but a lot of excitement for what's ahead after that as we hit the mid-year mark. And then finally, when it comes to challenges that are on the mind of executives in the industry, attracting a quality workforce is the number one thing on the list right now. With that, Michael, what is the best way to connect with you and Miller Resource Group? Uh, there's a couple of different ways. Obviously, we're uh, you know we're very much involved you know on LinkedIn. So you could always uh, you know look for me uh, or look for us on LinkedIn. You can follow the company page. So we're pretty much on there you know from sunup till sundown uh, in in many cases. <laughs> and the other thing too that I just wanted to mention is that as a group we all uh, have different areas that we focus on. So I, I have some colleagues that get into, you know, process-based automation, you know, instrumentation, building automation, HVAC, you know, food and beverage manufacturing, but it all kind of revolves around, you know, the manufacturing and the automation world. So we're a very collaborative group. I think the industry is too, is becoming more collaborative. Mm-hmm. We saw, we saw um, basically there was an announcement made this year where, you know, in previous forums, you were kind of identified by your specific association. So we were we were part of MCMA, but now they're basically, I don't want to say they're getting rid of those, you know, associations, but we're all going to be one big A3 group moving forward. So the next forum coming up in February um, of next year, we're all going to be one big A3 happy family, you know, striving for the uh, continuing advancement of automation. Well, for me, any news about more collaboration and more synergies in the industry is good news because that is a huge part of our mission here at Manufacturing Happy Hour, bringing the best minds in the industry together for a better manufacturing industry tomorrow. I just made that up on the spot. Did that sound good? (laughs) It's like, you know what you're doing. That's awesome. uh, Hey man, we've been chatting for like 15 minutes. I guess, I guess we're just on a roll right now. Um, but you've been you've been on a roll the entire episode. Sully, I really appreciate you jumping on the show today. And more than anything, I look forward to bumping into you at a conference sometime here in 2020 where we can, uh, let's say, do manufacturing happy hour appropriately and have some beers in front of us at that time. Of course. Again, I, I, I'm true to my Irish roots. I, I will never turn down a beer. So you you know me. Love that. Well, for those of you listening today, thanks so much for tuning in. Stay innovative, stay thirsty. We'll catch you again next time. Hey, thanks for listening. And a thanks to my buddy Sully for jumping on today's show. Make sure to check out the folks at Miller Resource Group. I can't remember if I directly said it in the episode, but I really do think they're one of the best talent search forms out there in the manufacturing industry, specifically in automation, like Michael was highlighting. Make sure to check them out at MillerResource.com or connect with them on LinkedIn. Like Michael said, him and all of his teammates over there are very active on that platform. It's funny, Michael and I were chatting on LinkedIn right before I was publishing this episode about some of the conferences that we're also planning to attend this year. And I made a comment about how I tend to prefer the conferences or events like the A3 Business Forum that tend to have a smaller audience. I think he said it was somewhere around 600 or so members where it's more intimate and easier to make good connections, not only business connections, but just helpful people to have in your network as well. So I'm certainly intrigued to check out 
A3 in the future. I hope you are as well. On that topic, one of my two calls to action is if you know of a conference that you found particularly valuable, maybe it's one that some of our listeners have been to before, maybe it's more of an up-and-coming one, hit me up on Twitter at MFG Happy Hour. Uh, that's MFG, three letters, Happy Hour. You can find the handle for the show there. And let me know what conferences you're looking at in 2020. So hope to connect with you on Twitter. If you're not doing the Twitter thing, I'd love it if you could leave a five-star rating and review for the show if you're finding content like this valuable. You can go to manufacturinghappyhour.com slash iTunes to get taken directly to Apple Podcasts where you can leave a five-star rating and then a short written review after that. Hope to see you there. Really means a lot and helps to put the show on the map. That's all we have for this week. Another full-length episode is coming up next week. So stay tuned. And as I said before, stay innovative, stay thirsty. We'll catch you back here on Manufacturing Happy Hour real soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.